the next level contractor podcast. Yeah, I'm talking about Mountain Dews, baby. We are coming at you every Monday at 7 a.m. in 30 minutes or less with no bullshit. None at all. And lastly, we're helping small businesses and contractors be more profitable with better leads and better systems. Today I have Zach Morton here with, he's our lead designer at Hook Agency. And he has been designing websites for how long, Zach? Oh, gosh, decade now. Decade, he's done design and development, but most of all, he's focused on making websites more effective. Yeah. Most of the clients that we have come to us already have a website. They do, but they need our help. So there's this, important concept and it's that just because your website is beautiful doesn't mean it's going to be effective so we're going to talk about sort of that discrepancy today and then we're going to segue into design trends that help push those good those websites with good user experiences while still making them look really well designed and one of the most important things i think in making a website more effective rather than focusing on just aesthetics and just making it beautiful. And just for clarity, like Zach does make really beautiful websites. So we're not saying just because it's beautiful, it's bad. What we're saying is just because it's beautiful, it doesn't mean it's good. There's a lot of really beautiful websites that are not effective at all. And you can pay a lot of money for those websites. Yeah, and, I mean, and yeah, they're good, but they're good if looking. you're paying that amount of money for a website, shouldn't you have something that actually converts your users into leads, not just is a pretty steak on a plate? And I think it kind of comes back to a lot of these ad agencies. First of all, there's a couple different people out there making really beautiful, ineffective websites. And I think one of them is the old school ad agency that is been raking in the hundreds of thousands of dollars every single year from clients just make designing these big gorgeous billboards and other like old mm -hmm. school marketing materials with they come up with a slogan you know if you're if you're doing an ad for Altoids and you come up with curiously strong I think actually there's a copywriter slash designer in Minneapolis uh, that came up with that thing. I'm trying to remember his name, but you could, that was worth a yeah. lot of money, right? Like sure. coming up with a, a good tagline, coming up with a good campaign was worth a lot of money. Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, web design is a little different because you don't just need something that kind of is emotionally persuasive and kind of slaps them in the face and is provocative. You need that website to kind of walk them through, educate them, and things that we look for are one, prototypicality in design. Mm -hmm. Prototypicality just means things are where you expect them to be. Why does that matter? It matters because a lot of things are the same. And if people aren't following this sort of level of prototypicality, if people aren't following, I would say, these basic trends of usability, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then 
it's hard to make your site useful and usable. And I think that's sort of just going back to like we're talking about these big, like the big old house agencies. They're yeah. building these big sites that are yeah. like really pushing the envelope design and of the envelope of design and they look cool. But if you think about that, that makes sense because they have the dollars to bring in crazy new fresh ideas, but it doesn't mean that those ideas are good, especially if those ideas don't follow the laws of prototypicality. Yeah. If your if your navigation, if your header isn't in the same place. Yeah, they'll throw the header in a weird area or like they'll throw the the navigation in a weird way that somebody's not used to. If you have to click a circle to access the menu yeah. rather than something like a hamburger menu yeah. that people are probably used to or if the menu's in a weird spot that people yeah. don't look for it, you know, it's it's just basic common sense of design reading left to right that's starting to get thrown out the window and people are paying big bucks for websites like those. Yeah, and I think partly what they think of is that because somebody's spending a lot of money, they should get something novel. And unfortunately when it comes to web design, novelty does not necessarily equal usability. Oh, that is so true. I don't know how many times we get potential clients in through the door saying, our website's not converting. And we look at that site and say, this isn't a bad looking website. No, it's a nice all. looking website. There's but a lot of nice looking websites. At the end of the day, if people can't find the basic information they're looking for, they're gonna leave your website and they're gonna go to a competitor. That's just, it's, it's, the, way, it's the way people work. It's the way, of the way of the internet. Yeah, because a lot of times people are shopping. You know, we know because people come into our agency and they're shopping three, four agencies. And really they're they're scanning stuff quick they're looking for a couple key pieces of information and then they're submitting some contact forms sometimes it's the admin that's that's helping that marketing director or things like that and in your case you might have somebody scanning your website looking for key pieces of information if they don't it's see, fast yeah if they don't see your address really quick if they if they can't get kind of clarity really quick on what your key services are. Perfect example yeah. I have is uh, we use a tool that it, it records user sessions on on a website and then what we can do is we can reference those user sessions and look at the recordings to see what people are doing right and I was watching this one the other day where someone came in on a smartphone on mobile and they wanted to contact this business and so they go to the contact page and they look at the phone number they see the phone number and they tried to click it they tried to click it like a couple of times right and they couldn't click it all they wanted to do was call the business but they couldn't do it because the actual phone number wasn't set up to be a call link so they, they just lost the site. They said user session ended. They bounced. They went somewhere else. It's stuff like that prototypicality that's baked into design these days that if you don't follow, follow it, you, there's no reason that business should have lost that potential lead. And the second type of agency that I think is also unfortunately only getting to beautiful and not getting to effective is these ones that are always looking at awards. They actually are digital agencies, so they're not these old school marketing mm -hmm. agencies. They're, but they're looking at awards, award-winning design, and they're getting trapped in this idea that they wanna win awards. Maybe they're creating sites, like we've, we've seen people doing website design on Squarespace and looking at these templates that Squarespace has, which are big and sparse mm -hmm. and open, and they don't have certain things that we believe make for an effective website. One 
is trust factors all over the place, testimonials, badges, organizations you're a part of, that kind of stuff. Two, they don't have strong call to actions. They're, Engaging call yeah, to actions. They're, they're tasteful. I bid you adieu. I bid adieu <laughs> to your customers who are going to go elsewhere because they're so you're so classy on these Squarespace templates. You're so classy with these modern designs that no one can tell what you do and they don't trust you and they go elsewhere. Yep. So if you don't want to bid your ideal customers adieu, <laughs> then you may want to look for a design company that's focused on effective. And these people don't even say that they're about effective design. They literally talk about beauty all the time. They talk, yeah. they're wearing designer clothes that they got in France. And, 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 and they, they talk about uniqueness and how you should stand out. And that's and it's clear that that's baked into their design. They're not talking about effectiveness. Yes, so you really want, I mean, basically look for an agency, look for, Look for a team if you've got a bigger team or whatever. Try to get people that care about that effectiveness and that's why tracking is important. Mm -hmm. Tracking the amount of conversions on your site every month, tracking the amount of traffic and really see, like if you don't have those tracked, how do you know whether it was effective or not? You know what I mean? So we're very analytics focused. We're, mm -hmm. we're testing more and more sites on a regular basis and kind of looking for those things that are effective and um, I appreciate you sharing a little bit about that, uh, that user session that we recorded. Um, is there anything else you want to say before we move on to 2020, 2020 web design trends? Are we seriously almost out of 2019 already? <laughs> oh, wow. 2020, man. You know, it, it, something that's always sort of just kind of in the back of my mind as we go through this, we go through this song and dance of effectiveness and making sure that websites actually convert users into leads. And it, here's the thing that, it, you know, my brother, he's got a lot of tattoos and he kind of always says it this way. He always says, good tattoos aren't cheap and cheap tattoos aren't good. And in the same way, I think, Good websites aren't cheap and cheap websites aren't good. You know, at the end of the day, it does come down to you as a business. Are you ready to make that investment to an agency that's focused on effectiveness and not just beauty? Look, there's a lot of freelancers. I was a freelancer at a time. There's a lot of freelancers. There's a lot of agencies. There's a lot of people out there focused on making really, really cool websites. But I've got to tell you, one of the coolest things about being a part of a team like Hook Agency is that we have a big team focused on making effective websites, not just beautiful websites. And so we have processes in place like discoveries about your brand and ideal customer discoveries. And we bake these things into your website. And you know what? It's not a cheap investment, but it's an investment worth making. And at the end of the day, you're going to look at your website now, and then you're going to look at your website three years from now, and you're going to say, am I going to make the investment where three years from now my competitors are getting the leads that I want to be getting and I'm not getting them? Or are you going to make that investment now so in the long term you do stay a player in the digital space? I appreciate that very much. I, I agree with you 100%. We're going to move on to these trends. So really what it comes down to is we like beautiful websites. We do like we beautiful websites. We actually love beautiful websites. It's just that if it, they don't include these other things, 
then that beauty is all for nothing and it's kind of sad, right? And, and, I'm, and I try and stay on the forefront of design to see what is big, to see what is hot right now. But this is why I love trends, is because trends come out of this weird space of not just trying to make beautiful websites, but still trying to be effective too. So you have these pockets of things that pop up where we can say, this is okay to add to your site, but it still keeps your website effective. So we're gonna talk about these things. And I'll, before we go into this, I'm gonna say one caveat, is you don't wanna be super trendy with your website. You don't wanna just run off and do everything that's like super, super hip, partly because <laughs> Like right, like you want to be stylish. You want to be stylish. I think of a certain agency that did that, and it was a really weird experience. <laughs> if you do this super trendy thing all the time, then it's just it gets outdated quickly, right? Like I'm sorry, like I, you know, four years ago I bought myself an Urban Outfitters jacket. It was one of those. It was kind of looked like it was '80s esque. <laughs> it had all the color panels on it. And it was, it was really cool for that one winter. And then it was fucking not at all. It was like the Do you worst. still have it? I think I got rid of it. But the point is, the point is, is when you try It'll to make be, you lose a bet and you had to wear yeah. it to work or something. <laughs> the point is, is when you try to go super trendy, then it goes out of style kind of quick. But if you work on being stylish and working in these things that are effective, I mean, in, in you know, in that analogy, maybe comfort is effective. Um, comfort's timeless. Yeah, exactly. So if you wear something that's comfortable and it's stylish, a little bit stylish, then mm -hmm. you're, it's going to last longer versus going to that trendy thing, wearing something that's awkward, and then and then it goes out of style real quick. Right? Well, it, well, and just I, I have to say, trendy always. How do I say it? Trendy in a few years just looks tacky. Yeah. I mean that's the way it always goes. Until of course you're gonna. Hang on to that trend until what's the cycle? Like 20 years or something like that? Yeah, exactly. It becomes cool. <laughs> this again. website's See? 20 years old. Exactly. Yeah. When, I, when I had uh, <laughs> when I had that code, I bet you, yeah, if I waited just 15 more 15 more years, it would have been back in. I'm sure of it. You were cool before it was cool. See? Exactly. <laughs> but we don't want to do that. We so don't want to do that. That's what we're going to talk about so, 2020. So what are the top three trends that you'd say would be stylish? Rather like stylish and effective as well. So what are the top three trends for you? Well, first on my list right now is big typography. You know, it, we had this so we had this era of like trying to fit websites into mobile, right? Everyone's got a smartphone, everyone's trying to scale your content down so people can look at it on a smartphone when they're walking around, traveling, whatever. And so we're in that area, we're past that. And now people are like, oh, wait a second, we can put do some cool stuff with big typography. It doesn't always have to be really small because actually big typography on a smaller phone is easier to read than just like a bunch of tiny microscopic copy. So big typography, really cool. Big headlines come in, they're impactful. And it, it, along those lines, not just big typography, but serifs are being used a lot more too, you know? Uh, I love serifs. Love serif fonts. And what do they say? They say that serifs are actually the easiest to read of all typographies when it yeah. comes to that versus sans serif. Speaking of readable, like usability, like, Serif fonts are more usable because they're more readable, legible at a glance mm -hmm. than than the sans serif. Now I wouldn't make the choice based solely on that, but I sure. definitely 
I definitely like serif fonts for blogs mm -hmm. and and article type content. Well, now you're now you're getting back to the the old newspaper gurus who are going to tell you everything yeah. should be designed like a newspaper. Yeah. And maybe that is one of those takeaways that serif fonts are easier to read. You know what they wouldn't do on a newspaper that we've been trying to do for the past 10 years in web design is taking the main image and then slapping text over the top of the main image. <laughs> that trend needs to die. And I think it finally is dying. We're kicking it to the curb. No more of this obfuscation of image and text and it's like, is this readable? I think I can put opacity to like 0.47563 where it's yeah. just dark enough and just light enough. And what we're talking about is like you've got that image and then you put like a dark overlay over the top of it and then put your text on top. But especially, you know, we have a lot of construction companies and people who have visual stuff. It's kind of weird to put an overlay over the top of your gorgeous new home. That, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which is a perfect segue into the next piece of 2020 design is layered elements because we're out of, we're getting out of this era of what we're talking about the yeah. text over the images where we obfuscate all these things and now people are like oh wait a second I can have a headline that doesn't go over my image and they can both be impactful and it's not just like this weird weird bastard child of design that shouldn't exist. <laughs> and I, I've done it so many times, so I don't want to talk too much smack. Well, no, it. I mean, I have to. I think, I think it was just, it was very like big for a while. You kind of thought you had to do it, right? Like, and then it just kind of comes down. And it's like, we can make this image a little smaller. And if it's still intact, fully intact, then it's still See, that's the kind of thing you powerful. get. The thing, you know, that like, that's very like stuck like corporate -y WordPress theme. Yeah. So like that's a part of that investment that we're talking about, yeah. right? You're saying, you know, we don't want to invest the money to get a really well-designed site where it's going to go out and buy a WordPress theme, right? That's what you're going to get. You're going to get these trends from four years ago. I recently, I recently yeah. sat in a meeting with a prospective client where they said, we don't want our website to look like one of those stock WordPress themes. And that's what they're talking about. That was only three or four years ago, guys. And that's where you, it basically leads to weird looking websites on accident. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to pitch us too hard here because I want this to be useful to anybody, anywhere. Um, and I want to kind of, but I do want to put say the ego at the door. <laughs> one thing, this is my last bit on like hook agency and why I like our team is because we've got three people, myself, Zach and Matt, and we're all somewhat involved with design and development. And the reason it, you know, like if you're a home builder and you've never actually built something, you know what I mean? You're, you're more of a general contractor and you just, you, you, all these subcontractors, there's kind of like this level of craftsmanship that you never learned. And the, the designs don't transfer very well into the, the actual finished home. Sure. So the same goes with, with development where it's like, if you are a designer who's also been involved in the build, you have a much better sense of what can be accomplished. And if you're a developer that's implementing a design, then you are more likely to pay attention to the little things, you know, like the details that maybe weren't defined exactly. in, in the design process, but you can define those in the development. Makes you more well-rounded. And that leads to a better thing. So like 
Basically, that's my last little tiny pitch on Hook because we have these three passionate designer developer types. So what are some other honorable mentions for 2020 web design trends that, that a small business owner or a construction company might be interested in? Vertical typography. So, I mean, everything we know reads left to right, top to bottom, but some people are going out of that box and they're taking less important headlines or maybe less important uh, words related to their brand and their Turning them sideways a full 90 degrees. Is that what it is? Full 90 degrees? Yeah, I, no, yeah. I've seen this. And it's dope. And it's cool because it's always done with like secondary stuff that doesn't really, it's like words that aren't super important yeah. to the engagement of the site, but it makes it look way more designed yeah. than the site really is. It adds another level of aestheticness to the site. So that's a really cool trend going on. Another one we've got in here is organic shape cutouts. And I've actually kind of been on this a lot lately. Organic shape cutouts. Hey, when it's working, it's working, man. Look, we're, we're, we're outside living in a world of boxes and squares and rectangles and lines and hard edges. Organic shapes though, they're so kind of like, what did a client call them the other day? A melted circle. It's like yeah. you have this circle that's started melting and gets pulled and it's cool. It's organic. And it's, you cut that out, you, so you cut that out of white space basically. Yeah. You show through an image. Like it's like an amoeba or like a blob and yeah. it's, 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 it flows smoothly and that's really hot right now because it's a major break from the normal hard edges and lines that we're always tuned in to look for. We already talked about serifs. Yep. I'm gonna throw in mine, which I call the 10% offset image, which is basically like, this can be uh, actually paired very well with that vertical typography. Mm -hmm. um, but basically pulling the image off to the side a little bit and leaving a little strip of color or white space on the side. And this kind of comes back to that kind of cutout feel, making it feel like, it was really everything yeah. had to be full width for yeah. a while, full width everything. And mm -hmm. now I believe like that kind of cutout feel has kind of replaced that. Yeah. And I love the way it looks. It just you can yeah. still see the background yeah, of this site. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with like cohesion. Like having big full width sections is really jarring because it's like, am I still on the same site? With this yeah. is something new. And it's about making pages flow better and be readable. Exactly. What else we got? We've got typographic cutouts. So I've seen this done where there'll be a big, like let's say A or whatever your brand, something related to your brand, a typographic or a symbol cutout. And then like showing through that could be a video. Mm -hmm. So I actually haven't done this in a design, but I've seen it done and it looks really sweet. But and we're I'd going say, to. Yes, we're going to. It's only a matter so, of time. So uh, for 2020, I'd say typographic cutouts and uh, yeah. Next, we got video on every page. Okay, video has a ton of benefits, not just for your, your website. Well, it's video is more engaging for yep. users. Uh, we're in such a video heavy world, world right now. Uh, I mean, look at Facebook, look at Instagram, everything's a video. But not only that, it's really good for SEO. Tim, why is video good for SEO? You want people to stay on your website longer. So, especially if you, you know, you, got a setup where you can do video on a regular basis, try doing a video for each of your key service pages. You get people to stay a little bit longer, even if they just watch 30 seconds of that video, that, that average time is probably higher than your competitor's page. Mm -hmm. And that time on site 
is used as a as a ranking factor. So Google sees people go to your site, they spend 45 seconds on average, and they go to a competitor's site and they spend 15 seconds on average, you're gonna go up higher in the algorithm because that's a basically a user signal that Google is looking at to say, is this a valuable site? And did it fulfill the intent of that searcher? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of crazy. That's why we talk about like, trying to make a bigger paragraph at the beginning of a page or just something to catch their attention. That's why we use images mm -hmm. at the top of pages. That's why we have big headlines. Mm -hmm. A lot of these things really kind of correspond back and it's why having a good looking website is important. I like this ending it, ending <laughs> this whole thing. It is important to have a good looking website. Just that's not the only thing. That's why the trust factors, call to actions and some of these other elements are really important to make it effective, but it also needs to be good looking because you get people to stay longer. Mm -hmm. there's, people there's gravitate a, yeah. to good design. Yes, there was actually a study that was done that was like 68% of women or something like that that went to a healthcare site and didn't feel like the, it was well designed would leave because it's just a trust, it, good design is a trust factor. It does make- I've been saying that for years. It makes your site more reputable, it seem reputable because you go, let's say you go into a store and you see like a bunch of crumpled uh, shirts in the back off the rack. No offense, TJ Maxx, but it does not <laughs> make you look like you're it's a high end. after us now, yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> it shows, having a well-designed site shows that you care. You know, it, it, and again, it's back to those if even if it's only what 10 people a month that might be a lot for some people 10 people a month one person a month that leaves your site because it's not well designed that adds up over time that lead could have been a bunch of money you know what I mean that adds to your bottom line so take the time care show your users that you care and have a nicely designed site <laughs> and we've got the last 2020 thing is light complimentary animations. And this could be like a little interactive piece, like a clock that turns on hover. Like uh, a button that maybe when you hover over it moves up a little bit. Yeah, or some little thing that kind of makes the site feel interactive. Mm -hmm. It also could be like an illustration style. Like you illustrate the benefits of your product or service with a, with a light illustration or an icon or things like that. But more and more companies are kind of adding like an illustration style that's their style. You go to MailChimp, MailChimp.com, very popular service for email. They have a very clear illustration style now that they're using that's almost branded. So I'd say that that's a pretty common thing. I think that that's been in the last mm -hmm. couple of years of web design trends. Well, but something hey. interesting I actually want to say about animations and having a variety of animated parts in the site. I, I'm reading this book that talks about the psychology of design and humans are actually have a pretty surprising, well-developed sense of peripheral vision sense. And so, you know, a lot of that animation, it, it's in the peripheral vision of the viewers when they're reading copy and, that, and that's good. They see that and it's impactful to them because of how well developed our peripheral vision sense is. It goes back to like this hunting, gatherer, survival of the fittest from evolutionary, you know, Darwin, whatever. But that plays into why we should have animation and micro interactions on our site because it, it's in their peripheral vision and it engages people more. Yeah, and action, right? Like if they're, you're, we developed that 
so strongly because it led to our survival. <laughs> so now <laughs> when there's something that moves a little bit, you're much more likely to pay attention to it. Right? Yeah. It moves a little bit, you pay attention to it because first of all, you've got the survival instinct. Second of all, it helps us get more customers. It helps, it helps our website seem more engaging. I want to wrap this up. I've had yeah. a great time chatting with you. Uh, we, we've covered why just having a beautiful website won't cut it needs to be effective too. Mm -hmm. We've covered 2020 web design trends. Is there anything else you want to say to the people listening or watching on YouTube? Um, design's cool. You should <laughs> read more about it yeah. and learn a little bit. Yeah. I love it. Well, you guys, thank you guys so much for listening and watching. This has been the next level. Damn, this sun, if you're watching, look at this. Oh God. Tim will just fade into the light here. So, just I'm gonna get my face right in the sun and just <laughs> talk the end of the podcast just like this. So, use typicality in your design. This has been the Next Level Contractor Podcast coming at you every Monday, 7 a.m., 30 minutes or less. And no bullshit. Helping contractors and small businesses be more profitable with better leads and better systems. <sighs> Visible again. Go out in the sun. Hookagency.com, hookagency all over social, and have a good week. <laughs>